Just when you probably needed it most, we are going to have a good news episode that we promise will make you smile, complete with special guest co-host thought leader Chad Parks of Ubiquity Retirement and Savings. We'll have that and so much more on this episode of Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up podcast coming to you from New York City. And I am Chad Parks coming to you from my casita in Puerto Rico. Oh my gosh, you're making us all so jealous. <laughs> this is the Money <laughs> News Show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape like Chad Parks. We break those stories down into what matters to you, our friends. And we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. Thanks to Joust for supporting Money with Friends. Joust is the nation's only all-inclusive banking platform for the self-employed. Pay Armor, something very close to my heart, is Joust's invoice payment guarantee product. It supports the 71% of the gig economy workforce that experiences non-payment. You can sign up for Joust for free at try.joust.com forward slash MWF. Enter the promo code MONEYWITHFRIENDS and you will get $100 in credits. You're welcome. Let's try joust, try.joust.com forward slash MWF. Got that out. So happy to have you back, Chad, for your second round of tapings. This is your third episode of Money with Friends. Welcome. Third third time's the charm, I hope. Yeah, thanks, Bobby. So glad to be here. Glad to share this with everybody. And you're joining us from beautiful Puerto Rico. It is. It's a beautiful sunny day, clear skies, about 84 degrees. You know, and I'd like to remind everybody it is part of the United States and you don't need a passport. So come on down. Good <laughs> so reminder. <laughs> yes, good reminder. Um, and as far as we know, uh, you can still go to Puerto Rico. So a lot of us have travel plans that have been changed, um, but we can travel in the United States as of this taping. So, um, Chad, tell us quickly about Ubiquity. Yeah, I'm happy to. So Ubiquity Retirement and Savings is my baby. I uh, started it 20 years ago out of my apartment in San Francisco. So it's that cliche story. But uh, what we do is basically we provide turnkey small business retirement plans, 401ks, IRAs to small businesses and their employees. And we do it on a flat fee for service basis. And we are agnostic when it comes to your investments, meaning it doesn't matter what you invest into us and it doesn't matter how much money you have. We will help facilitate all that for you. So that's basically us in a nutshell. All good. And it's always good to be saving for retirement. And, you know, if you save a lot of money, maybe you'll be generous. And that leads us into our story. Let's see which one of our friends is going to uh, help us out here. This is Lacey from the Military Money Show. The money talking party starts right now. It's time for Money with Friends. All right, Chad, uh, you got this story. Go for it. All right. So the headline that caught my attention, uh, as we mentioned, I was looking for some good news in this uh, very difficult period of time. And uh, from goodnewsnetwork.org, so if anybody's interested in having that in your inbox, I know you can subscribe. The headline that got my attention specifically as it relates to our Money with Friends friends is Woman Who Led Modest Life Stuns 15 Charities by Dividing Her $14 Million Estate Among Them. Can you imagine? <laughs> Love it. And this is by Andy, how do you say that? Corbley. Okay. Andy Corbley, March 1st, 2020. All right, go ahead. What am I doing? Oh. You're reading. <laughs> You're reading. Come on. You got this. Okay. Um, read the article, correct? Yes, correct. Okay. 
Ay, ay, ay. All right, let me find my spot. My goodness, where to go? You know, what? I'm I'll do all it. Things. I'll do it while you find your spot, and we'll flip the parts we plan to read. Oh, so, okay. All right. In sunny New South Wales, Australia, Sheila Woodcock passed away on May 2018. She fulfilled having spent a private life enjoying travel, horticulture, chocolate, one of my favorites, animal companionship, and acting. Unmarried and without mm-hmm. kids, Sheila had several close personal friendships throughout her long life. But however close they were, and however often they noticed handwritten thank you letters from various charities repeatedly arriving in Sheila's mailbox, none of her friends or family members would have imagined she had amassed, drumroll, although we had this in the headline, $14 million um, by the time of her death. Her second cousin knew that she was well off, but couldn't believe the extent of her wealth. Kent was a dear friend and guardian to Sheila and came into the responsibility of carrying out the savvy investor's last will and testament to grant her entire fortune to 15 Australian charities. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. Um, I mean, oh, go ahead. Never married, single person, saving $14 million over their lifetime. Yeah. I mean, my goodness, right? Yeah, and it goes on to, to talk about in the article that she didn't tell people about this, and her relatives only found out about it really, you know, recently. So it was quite the... Dramatic exit, I guess I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what really got my attention in this story was several things that relate to retirement savings and planning and giving. You know, I think that, uh, again, the reason I wanted to look for some good news was to have a feel good story, but also to get people to start to think about their own financial well-being. And, you know, first and foremost, obviously, we're, we're saving to take care of ourselves and our family. But have we ever even thought about trying to exceed those goals and to be able to leave a little bit of a legacy behind that, you know, can go on to live beyond your years and do good when you're not here? And, you know, a lot of people aren't in that fortunate position. This this woman obviously was. And, you know, in reading all the beneficiaries or the charities that she left it to, you know, she's really impacting a lot of different areas, both in one of them was the helicopter rescue service, $1.375 million. You know, that's going to go a long way. You, you don't know the ripple effect that that's going to have on how many people she can actually help. And then down the road, she will have actually probably ended up saving somebody's life and she won't even be here to know it. It is pretty remarkable. And she was also very modest because people knew that she obviously, you know, they talk about the fact that they thought she was well off, but $14 million. I mean, that is a huge amount of money. She must've lived incredibly um, modestly to have, you know, acquired so much and maybe was a very good investor as well. Yeah, it did. Unfortunately, the article didn't get into her investment strategy. <laughs> That's something right. that Ken's cousin probably ought to look into and uh, and share that with us, because that is quite a fortune for an individual to amass over their lifetime. Um, so, you know, very fascinating to me. Uh, you know, I think, you know, having been that certified financial planner like you are, Bobby, you know, one of the things, one of the pillars is, you know, estate planning, right? What are you going to do with your estate? How are you going to maximize taxes? Uh, or I should say maximize your tax savings, i.e. minimize taxes. How are you going to distribute your assets to your heirs and or others? And what is your plan? Do you have a plan in place for that? And, um, you know, I think that charitable giving is something that is not often thought of in financial planning, except maybe to benefit yourself first. You're probably familiar with charitable remainder trusts, things like Mm -hmm. that, that those who are more wealthy are taking advantage of. Right. Well, let's just pause and explain what that is. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, a charitable remainder trust is a fancy way for you to give a donation to an organization to be able to take a tax deduction against your current income and um, have it 
uh, still, if I remember correctly, still available to you for use. It's kind of a promise of a future donation with an immediate tax benefit. Is that correct? I mean, it's been a while since I practiced. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. So you're getting the benefit now and the charity gets the money later, mm-hmm. basically, is, right. is what happens. It's a contract to say, you'll get it when I'm done, but I get to use it now and give me my tax break. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Um, but you, so you were saying that, that that's not always the first thing that people think of in estate planning is, is charity. No, I would say it's not. I think, um, you know, in my experience in working with individuals, it's, it's clearly about, am I going to have enough money for myself and my spouse? Uh, will I have anything to leave to my children if I have children and, um, and grandchildren in many cases? And, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't, in, in all my years of practice, I don't recall ever having anybody purposely saying, I want to give X dollars to this organization in addition to what I'm already earmarking for my family when I'm gone. So it really stood out to me. Uh, granted, she wasn't you know, unmarried without kids. So that changed the dynamics a little bit, but still, you know, I'm scratching my head. I want to know what her investment strategy was because that's, uh, that's quite, uh, quite an impressive feat that she did. And like I said, she's leaving a fantastic legacy behind. And what's interesting is the people around her seem to not have known this. So you wonder, was she investing. I mean, who was doing the strategy with her? You would think she would have had people that knew. What do you think about the communication? Should she have communicated with people beforehand about this? You know, I think, you know, and your other co-host, Brad, right, the psychology of money and the emotions around it. It could be that um, in her world, she didn't want to be perceived as being uh, wealthy. She did probably didn't want maybe people to look at her differently and or put her in a position of having to say no when people maybe came asking, you know, cause you, you just think about that, right. You know, here you are a single woman older, you've got, if people know that you're multimillionaire and you know, that question of like, well, what are you going to do with it? Why don't you give some to me or help me out? That's just probably something that she didn't want to have to deal with. And she just probably enjoyed living that humble life and without being too flashy. Um, I, it, it, she's fascinating to me now. I kind of, as the more I'm talking about it, I kind of want to research her more and, and, um, you know, maybe there's a documentary in there somewhere. On yeah, I don't know. Um, New we South Wales, Australia. We tape this live in front of a Facebook live audience and our audience does participate in the show. And they're actually echoing something that you just brought up. We have Ron here um, commenting, she had that much money because no one knew she had that much, LOL. So there you go, right, Chad? Yeah, Ron, that's right. Yeah, right? It, they would don't tell, don't ask. <laughs> exactly. Don't tell and maybe they won't ask. That, that kind of thing. We also put... I also see, oh, sorry, I see, I see Kevin asking a question. I think he's directing that towards my residency in Puerto Rico. Perhaps we should do a whole episode on the tax benefits of living in Puerto Rico. But Kevin, your the short answer is um, yes for gains that have accrued po- after I've established residency in Puerto Rico. Very interesting. His question is, are taxes paid on capital gains? Sorry, hmm. I should have asked them. Interesting. We also mm-hmm. um, do include our Instagram followers in the show, and we put a question out to them. We asked them, Chad, would you give your entire estate to charity? What mm-hmm. do you think are, and by the way, the handle there, if you guys want to participate, is at Money Friends Pod. What, so, and the answers were yes or no. How many, what percentage do you think said yes, and what percentage do you think said no? Would you give your entire estate to charity? Yeah. So the key, I think the key in the question is your entire, mm-hmm. which is what she did. Right. Oh man. I'm going to have to say 10% yes, 90% no. You were close. We had 5% yes. Okay. So yeah, I, we'll call that. That's close enough. I think I, I would say you, you get a, you get a gold that, that star for that. That means that some people actually thought about it and said, 
Sure. Why not? You know, it'd be very interesting to know their situation. Well, there is. that. I think it's called the giving pledge. There is some kind of pledge among billionaires where they do mm-hmm. pledge to give the majority of their estate. Not all. I, th- I believe it's the majority of their estate um, to charity. So there is something to be said for that. Yeah. Not to be maybe a little prejudiced here, but, you know, a billion here, a billion there. What's it going to matter? <laughs> but if you've got agreed totally. a million and a half. It at the end of your life, it kind of doesn't go as far. But yeah, I, it, I'm not knocking it. They're, it's noble. I'm glad it exists. I'm glad they're all doing that for sure. Absolutely. All right. Before we get to our takeaways, I do want to thank Joust for supporting Money with Friends. Um, if you've ever thought about starting a business, something that you did, Chad, many years ago, um, maybe you want to begin a side passion project um, because you see what's going on and you want to have different income streams, but you're not sure where to begin. It's important, you know, to have that steady income. It's going to be one of the first things that you think of, and it could be something that is holding you back. And that's why Joust um, is the nation's only all-inclusive banking platform for the self-employed. They focus on that market. Business banking, look, it can be complicated at times, but Joust works really hard to make it easy. Pay Armor. That's Joust's invoice payment guarantee product. It supports the 71% of the gig economy workforce that experiences non-payment. So many people can relate to that. You can sign up for Joust for free at try.joust.com forward slash MWF. Enter the promo code MONEYWITHFRIENDS and you will get $100 in credits. That is try.joust.com forward slash MWF. And please make sure to use our link so that they know that we sent you and you can support the show. All right. It is time for our takeaways. Chad, do you want to go first or do you want to have the final word? Uh, I'll go first since you read my article for me and I'll do you the favor of reading yours. So sorry. I found it's a deal. Okay. So uh, my takeaways are several. One, uh, this woman had obviously a very good investment strategy and I'm dying to know what it is. (laughs) So that's going to be bugging me for a while. Uh, Two, you know, she clearly without spouse and without children uh, was very generous in giving that to 15 different organizations. I thought that was great, right? Instead of giving it all to one, spread it out, spread the love, things that she cared about, things she was passionate about. And, you know, that's really important because, you know, when we talk about overall financial planning and, you know, making sure that you're doing the things that you're happy to make you happy, things that you're passionate about so that you can have a good quality of life and enjoy your journey. You know, what she's been able to do is flip that around now and say, I enjoyed this. These were things that were I was passionate about. Now, please let me continue to help that organization continue to thrive. So I think that's really cool aspect. And then the other takeaway is, you know, let's not forget that there are those who are in need um, and that a little can go a long way. And that when we are planning, you know, and even in our, while we're still here, you know, charitable giving is not a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially when we're not here, you know, make sure your family's taken care of, but let's not forget about those who could benefit from uh, our generosity. I think that's really key. I love that. That's really um, heartening to hear. With everything going on, we should always remember how fortunate we are and think about others. And um, yeah, I just, I don't know if I can beat that, but that that was really amazing thoughts, Chad. Um, I would just say, I think we all needed a feel-good story like this, um, a reminder that there are so many people who literally uh, want to leave the world a better place than when they got here. So thank you, Chad, for bringing us the story. Oh, you're welcome, Bobby. Thanks for running with it. I'm very happy that we did it. And where can people learn more about you, get your social handles, uh, learn about yes. your and all that good stuff? As I mentioned, we ours are all a little bit different, so I'm just going to share my website. So it's uh, myubiquity.com. 
M-Y-U-B-I-Q-U-I-T-Y.com. You go there, you'll be able to find all of our social outlets and follow us if you like. We're on pretty much all of them. Uh, we have, a, I think, as like I said, last episodes, we have a, a, a pretty fun voice. You know, we take what we do seriously. But we don't take ourselves seriously. So you can come for good information and sometimes a good laugh. Love that. And you can also find out more about Chad and all of our thought leader co-hosts on our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. And you can participate in our Instagram polls by following us there. Stay close to the stories. The handle is at moneyfriendspod. That is also our handle on Twitter. Thank you so much. You're going to be back tomorrow though, right? That's right. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to be episode number four. Yep. And, uh, I guess they say if you make it to 10, then you're no longer a guest. You're, you, you own the place. So, yeah. <laughs> Forever. No, for you, then, then you run, then you become an alum and you get to come on for our special right. alumni. Get a jacket, like SNL. Five exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you get a special robe and you get a key to the, like Ooh, some special robe. club. Um, so, but we're going to be talking about what to do, um, especially if you're nearing your retirement years mm-hmm. with the markets so volatile. So definitely make sure you are subscribed and join us tomorrow. We'll be back with Chad with more Chad Parks on Money with Friends. Bye, everyone. This show is created and hosted by Joe Saul Cihai and Bobby Rebel and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamins LLC, copyright 2020. Ryan Sini and Nicole Thornhill from Pro Podcast Solutions engineered this show and Ashley Wall is the producer. For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be a part of the show. As with anything, remember, you shouldn't take advice from any of us or other video or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor and that the people in this episode are here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you back here next time with another episode of Money with Friends.